Hey, it's Peter Dills. Before we get the show started, a special thank you to all those who made this hour possible. Longo Lexus, Tattinger Champagne, Gladstones of Long Beach, Sapporo Beer, Huntington Meats at the Fairfax, Surface Culinary District of LA, and you, our loyal listener. Okay, let's get this show started. Now, live, the king of cuisine, Peter Dills. Another restaurant show, right? No, it's Peter Dills, the king of cuisine. It's Peter Dills, everybody. How's it going? It's a little bit after 5 o'clock. We got a really good show. We got a lot of catching up to do today uh, by myself. Well, Evelyn's here answering the phones and playing the commercials and the music. We do have a guest today. And if you're watching on Facebook, that is the book. It is called Made in California. George Geary will be our guest, and he'll be here at about 5.15. Really an interesting book. I mean, it's a coffee table book. I've, I've skimmed through it. It's about California-born uh, restaurants that started in California and have expanded past California and changed the landscape of what we know today of restaurants throughout the United States. Basically, restaurants that have started in California. By myself, Turtle is uh, Turtle's actually working, making some money, and so he's not going to be here for the next few weeks. So all I have is my phone today, and you're watching. If you're watching or listening on Facebook, i got to figure out a way. Maybe I can get another set of headphones and put it on the phone so that you can hear our guest. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great guest. Uh, I've really <laughs> looked through this book, and it's just amazing. Oh, and he even autographed it for me. I'll, uh, my friend John Desperto knows Vern Winchell and his son that started Winchell's, and they want an autographed book, so maybe I can persuade George Geary to get the owner or the former former owners of Winchell's to auto- get an autograph of that. It's Peter Dills. Our phone number is 714-2830-830-714-830-830. Uh, my daughter's headed to Celestino's. Honey, have the calamari. It's, a good, it's good. It's on Lake Street in Pasadena. Know, know where she is. How many of you adults know where your kids are right now? All right, it's Peter Dill, 714-283-0830. Oh, we have, Evelyn, we have a new sponsor for the show. So we we went in the black and now, no, wait a minute, we're in the red and now we're in the black. We actually have a spon- another sponsor for the show besides Sapporo, Longo, Lexus, Gladstones, all of our good friends. It is Cutwater Spirits, and they're out of San Diego and they make these, well, they're called RTDs, ready to drink. RTD, ready to drink. If you're over 40 or 50, you probably remember these things called like Boone's Farm, the little uh, little sugary uh, wine coolers. The wine coolers, well, they're kind of making a comeback now in your grocery stores, but now instead of wine, they're actually made with real alcohol. It's called cut water and they come in cans four-pack cans and they're at your local grocery store and you Vons, pavilions albertson's all the fine grocery stores my favorite is the mai tai so if you're into quick uh, a quick drink instead of, instead of having to make it at home i really do recommend the mai tais from cut water and i'll be talk, talking about them a little bit later hey your boss is 
Howard's watching. Hi, Howard. Howard's wherever you are, Howard. Hello. Um, like I said, we're just going to be doing it on the phone today. Got a trivia question. I am in the midst of dry January. What is dry January? Well, if you've listened to the show for the last seven years, this is our seventh season right here on AM830 KLAA. Yeah, we lasted seven years here. Or listening on AM830.net. Um, dry January is when you do not drink during January. Dry January. It is day 23. I think it's January 23rd today. Here's the funny thing about dry January. Your face starts clearing up. You start losing weight. You, your dehydration goes away. Things that you never expected. You, you wake up in the morning feeling great. Sounds good, right? Like Dean Martin said about people that don't drink, that's the best you're going to feel is when you wake up in the morning. Here's the funny or weird thing about dry January. I still lose my keys. I still can't remember if I parked in the garage with the door open or not. There's just a whole bunch of stuff about it. At about day three, day five, you start feeling a lot better. Day six, day seven. I, I wasn't on last week, so that's why I'm kind of... I do this every year, so if you've been listening to the show, I'm kind of talking about the same thing that I, I talk about every January. But you get irritable. Makes sense, right? You are you're you haven't had a drink. Gee, Peter, you must drink a lot. No, I mean, uh, almost every day. But, you know, I, how many of you can say that you haven't had a drink in 24, 24 days? Not too many. Evelyn? No, see? She's like, snap, I had one before the game, or before the show. No, you didn't. Howard, no, she didn't. Just kidding. So anyway, I'm in day 23. I hurt my knee. I got all excited. I'm going to run at the Rose Bowl every day. I'm going to get in shape or better shape. Hurt my knee. I'm wearing like a one of these plastic things so my knee doesn't move around. Uh, dry January says that 22% of you that are participating in dry January, will participate again. Nearly two in three consumers surveyed are using dry January as an opportunity to live more holistic, healthy, focused lifestyle. I'm just doing dry January to prove to myself that I can do it. Just imagine if you said, all right, look, I'm not, I, I, I've done 20 days. I've done 23 days. That's enough, right? But the problem with that is, and I've thought about this because I've had nine years of experience, if you cut it short, then the next year, let's say 2023, hopefully COVID will be over by then, 2023, you go, hey, I made 23 days last year, 24 days this year. No. You got to be all in. I'm all in. Went to the boat last night in San Gabriel with my friend Ronson and my friend Steve Shari out on the loose because his wife's out in Chicago. And they were drinking crazy amounts of beer, crazy amounts of beer. But Kevin Courtney's calling me during the show. Um, crazy amounts of beer, but I wasn't drinking. And to look at the my friends when they're drinking during the show, it's like, it's really weird. It's just, I mean, drinking drinking while I'm not drinking is just really weird. 55% of dry January participants plan to extend their sobriety 
past January, and 23 will say that they will practice moderation. Don't believe it. I don't believe it. Trust me, Tuesday, I have it marked on my calendar. What am I going to have? I've got two choices. I personally make a very good martini, a gin martini, which is a Gibson. The show's going pretty good, 10 minutes in, and I haven't used any really of my notes. I was worried that, wow, we're going to concentrate just on the book. No, we're on a roll. 55% of dry January participants plan to extend their sobriety past January. I don't believe that. 23% will practice more moderation. I'm saying that. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. 74% of the respondents that have decided that they're going to do dry January substitute alcohol with water or fruit juice. Yes. After day seven or day eight of dry being dry or being sober, whatever the word is, not drinking, I find that I get a hankering. Do you know what a hanker is? I get a hankering for something sweet, you know, like ice cream. <laughs> so I don't eat ice cream during the year because I think it's fattening. And then all of a sudden I'm not drinking and I got to have ice cream. I got to have a cookie. I got to have M&M's, peanut kind. So that's that's kind of what happens. But I do believe that. I do believe that you substitute it. It's just like people that probably are in AA probably smoke a lot, you know, substituting, gambling for something, you know. Um, bottled water. Oh, bo- oh, here's this is probably true, too. Bottled water sales typically go up. If it's your birthday today and I said that I'd give you a shout out, we will be, even though Turtle's not here, we'll, we will be doing the birthday shout outs at about 530. Uh, 22% of the respondents that are in dry January say that they will visit fewer bars this year. I said that last year. I said that last year. Uh, what is this? Rebecca, what is she saying? I really appreciate you being so real. A couple of minutes, I have the same craving in the middle of it. Yeah, I know. Sweets. So you can't drink alcohol, and then all of a sudden you want sweets. The cool thing is Super Bowl Sunday is not until the second week, so I'll be, I'll be ready by, for Super Bowl Sunday. What a game today for you Ram fans. That was top – that Charger game, though, two weeks ago was good. Man, there's been some good football games. That Ram game was really good. Really crazy. Oh, I've got some stats about cheese. If you're a cheese lover, what what cities are the uh, consume the most cheese in the United States? I found that interesting. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Fifty four percent of the people that say that they uh, they do this uh, dry January. Fifty four percent of you say it's for your physical health. Forty percent say your mental health, and twenty twenty two percent. That would be over 100%, uh, said the cunning conception after the holiday season. So for those of you that go strong, like I do, during November and December, it's just the way it is. You just It's like enough is enough. It only takes 17 days. I've read all this every year. Every year I read the same thing, but every year I believe it. It only takes 17 days for your liver to get back to normal. This is a believe it or not for turtle. Believe it or not, your liver, if you're a heavy drinker during November and December, and when I say heavy drinker, I'm talking two or three drinks a day during 
November and December, gets the size of a softball, right? That's the size of a softball your liver gets. And after 17 days of no drinking, it goes back to the size of basically a baseball. That's a kind of a scary thought that you're carrying something on the side of your hip, your your liver. Maybe your liver's in the back. I don't know. I've never had a sore. I've never had a. My friends that drink more than I do say, oh, my liver hurts. I've never had my liver hurting. All right. So we have to take a break. Leroy will be here at 545. He's with uh, Mad Matt, I think, I believe, in Temecula. He's going to be talking to him. Our phone number is 714-283-0830. We got a quick break. We got cheese to talk about. I got trivia. I got pizza. But uh, George Geary is coming up next. He's got a book to talk about that I've gone through the whole thing. It's called Made in California. My name is Peter Dills. We are live right here from Angel Stadium in Anaheim. And we're going to take that quick break that I told you about. Ducks Radio, AMA 30. Hey, LAA. When you really want Italian food, you have got to get to Colombo's. Colombo's Italian Steakhouse and Jazz Club, Colorado Boulevard, Eagle Rock. It's that little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you. Yes, it's a big, wide, wonderful world we live in, and Colombo's is open and better than ever, if that's even possible. So, you ask your beloveds, what would they like to do, and they say, Colombo's! Colombo's? But what about the beach? Maybe. The Dodgers! Okay. The movies. Possibly. So you ask, what tickles your fancy? And they say... Columbo! Why the world's greatest meatballs, absolutely delicious steaks, the freshest catch from the seas, great service, and it's also affordable. Columbo's, considered by many the ninth wonder of the world. Don't deny the little ones and mother. Broaden their horizons at the world-famous Columbo's, that little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you. Columbo's, manja. It's the new Spill the Wine Show podcast, where it's all about the wine and the fun. Hey, come along as we spill the wine into your glass with the farmers, the winemakers, the marketers, restaurants, and chefs. We'll explore the stories, inspiration, and passion spent to fill your glass with the elixir of the gods. The Spill the Wine Show podcast with your host, Leroy Wine Guy Gilford, found on all your favorite platforms or at spillthewine.show. Hi, everybody. It's Peter Dills. Happy to bring you this message from T.G. Metzger of State Farm. Snatching stuff, take... Oh, what is going on in here? Uh-oh. It's okay, relax. Watch this. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Dave. Wow. Is that your agent? It's the jingle. Try it. Uh, no. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is, is there. With a sandwich. Oh, yeah. And the girl from 4E? And can I get a hot tub? Nice. Find out what else State Farm agents can do for you at whyagent.com. And like a good neighbor, State Farm is always there for you. Call your local State Farm rep. His name is T.G. Metzger. His phone number is 626-487-1500. That's T.G. Metzger at 626-487-1500.
Hi, this is Kevin Shattenkirk, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. All right. A little bit of Eddie Money. Today is National Pie Day, first celebrated by the American Pie Council in 1986 to commemorate Crisco's 75th anniversary of serving foods to families everywhere. I don't have any idea who Crisco's is, but I bet my guest does, because it sounds like it's a restaurant that's not located here in California. I got the opportunity, was sent a book in the mail, uh, UPS, called Made in California cruising and cruising through the book i was really impressed like old school type of restaurants that are still some are still around today and some you might remember from a yesteryear but somebody that will remember all of these restaurants is the man that wrote the book wrote the book itself made in california his name is george geary and george geary is with us right now george hi peter how are you i am i i tell you what I am so good that it must be le- uh, illegal in 49 states to be telling you how good I am right now. Well, that's good. Yeah. I don't know about the the, the last state, but I'm telling you, if there were two of me, there'd be outlaws. Out, uh, there'd be outlaw. I'm so good. All right. Love the book. Under- Thank you. Understand it. I get it. Uh, it's hardcover. It's very good reading. I like that you've spent the, the time on each restaurant equally and fairly uh what mode well let's let me let me do this again made in california california restaurants that were born and bred in california and have expanded to a point where they have changed the landscape of america what was your motivation how did you why why did you write the book well there was about five different reasons one was uh I was at a wiener schnitzel in, oh, I think it was in Wilmington, and it didn't look like a normal wiener schnitzel, but there had these plaques, and I love plaques. Whenever I'm over in Europe, I read all these plaques. Every building has a plaque. Something happened everywhere. And so I Oh, I get it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I look, and I go, well, that was the first wiener schnitzel. It doesn't look anything like a wiener schnitzel. So then I started doing some research for a story I was doing for uh, USA Today, and it was on original buildings. Are they still there? And I've been a member of the LA Conservancy for years, and I was looking through their website, and I was finding a few more places. I thought, well, this is interesting. So I thought, how many of these places started in California that you don't realize? Like A&W Root Beer started in Lodi, California. And there's a plaque in the cement in Lodi, downtown, where the first stand was. So I started researching and I came up with a hundred locations. I uh, knew it was too big for a book, one book, all hundred locations. So we did the first 50 and we're hoping to get a contract for the second 50. So it only goes up to 1966 because people say, wait well, yeah, a minute. I know. I, I said that too. I go, wait a minute, where's Panda Inn? It started in yeah. Pasadena on Foothill. Absolutely. And then yeah. I look and I go, oh, I see. He stopped in 1966. Yeah, yeah. So Panda is in the next book if I get that contract. So okay. Well, we're you hoping. Will. You but will. But there's another 50 coming in. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Jack in the Box, uh, El Torito, Larry. I I didn't I did Larry Cano. I remember that. Um, 
he started the uh, El Torito Pink's Hot Dogs. Mm-hmm. They've been on my show many, 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 yeah. many times. Yeah, Richard Pink. Yeah, Gloria and Richard. Guy. Yeah. Let's see, yeah. Fat Burger, that one I didn't know. Here's something funny I, I found amusing. Hope you find this amusing, too. On the cover <laughs> of your book, which those of you that are watching on uh, Facebook, there's the cover of the book. It says, in and out no delay. Yeah. <laughs> No have, you delay been, at all. have you been to an in and out? <laughs> I it's gotten, gotten worse and worse. I drove past one yesterday in Phoenix, and uh, Phoenix doesn't have a whole lot of them. Yeah. And there's probably about 30 cars uh, waiting in line. And uh, I look at in and out as a fascinating company. It just really is. And their story has been written about so yeah. many times, and right. I tried to give their chapter, like you said, every chapter about the same amount of time. Uh, but how they started, the family, uh, different little side interest stories. Um, I wanted every company to be proud of their chapter. And a lot of families that are no longer in the business, like uh, Swinson's Ice Cream, uh-huh. they were on every city had a Swinson's Ice Cream. And Patty Swinson, the daughter, the youngest daughter, I right. got in touch with her and I talked with her. And uh, she was just so excited that someone was going to write a chapter about a, a, a company that only has three locations left in America. Yeah, Chris and Pitts, uh, McConnell's out of Santa Barbara. Uh, let's see what else we got. The Red Onion Cafe, a Hamburger Hamlet. They're, they're no, well, yep. they're no longer there. The last one closed. Yep, yep they're um, gone. Let's yep. see what else we got. Jack- I kind of oh. added a few that had been closed in there because people were like, well, what about Copper Penny? They started in Riverside, California. And I was like, yeah, there was Copper Penny, which the original owner of IHOP started Copper Penny. So it was interesting on different companies and families would start these things, and then they would go into large corporate entities. I was in uh, Indiana driving down the street, and this is also why I wrote the book. And you know when you go down highways, it was highway number 172, come to think of it, by Purdue University, you see the whole length, it'll say what's coming up next, what gas stations, what you know, places to stay and work to eat. And I saw there was about 20 places coming up on the next off-ramp, and I'm counting pretty quick. Out of the 20, about 19, 18, 19, were from California. So I knew I had a book that could go international with the stories also. No, oh, I, lo- I love the book, and I love the idea to it. And, and I'm glad you were able to answer the question about, because uh, I was, I was like, perusing my brain and say, what about this restaurant? What about this restaurant? Yeah. And it's, yeah. and uh, 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 so can, can I talk about Winchell's Donuts real quick with you? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> so they, one of my favorites. <laughs> so is Vern Vern Winchell V E R N E uh, lives in San Marino. I or did they still have their house there today? It's behind gates. I live in Pasadena. San Marino is the city below us. So the house that they own is still there. So they got out of the donut business, sold the Winchell's donuts. I can't. I don't remember to who, but now they're in the horse racing business. So uh, Vern's. Uh, uh, wife and son uh, uh, breed and race horse thoroughbreds. So, well, he always had horses. Ah, okay. And his son owns. Last time I heard this, is probably about eight, five, eight years ago. Um, he lives in Las Vegas, right? Yep. And uh, owns uh, restaurants in Las Vegas. 
and um, it was sold off to Denny's. Ah, okay. And and then Vern became part of Denny's, mm. and then it sold, and they took the franchises back, and it was back and forth, back and forth of what happened with that company, and then um, uh, Yum Yum Donuts purchased okay. them back years ago and the president of yum yum donuts because they're in the next book um i asked them i said you know i still see winchell's here and there are they the same recipe as yum yum if i get the same chocolate donut he said no we kept it completely separate they're separate companies but together if that made sense yeah i mean that makes sense and that's smart and that's you know uh, the original uh, recipe. I got a question for you. This is mm-hmm. something. Usually, when I have guests on, uh, they will we pre-screen and they'll say, "Hey, ask him this and ask him that." I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Tongue in cheek. Have you been outside the United States? Have you Have you traveled abroad? <laughs> I've been to 118 countries. All right. Have so. you ever heard the term "world famous"? Yes. It's a joke that my father, who used to do radio for many, many years, and I, I've carried on the tradition of this this joke. But when you say world famous, so you're oh, telling yeah. you're telling me that I'm at a little uh, coffee shop in Istanbul or in yeah. Athens, and I could say to them, "Hey, have you ever been to?" Yeah, <laughs> have you ever? I been... know exactly what you mean yeah. because I think it's hilarious when this is the world famous chili it's right the world famous, and i'm thinking who gives it that yeah yeah and um i do have a follower and somebody i've befriended over the years that lives in brazil i've never met him and he he's probably listening today because he okay. follows me on facebook hopefully he wanted the book really bad but because of covid he and he comes to america twice a year he has family here he goes to a dodger game he eats uh-huh. at tommy's he eats uh-huh. at pink's and he's like, I need that book. I need that book. And he was, uh, I did something that I shouldn't, but I sent him a PDF of the book after he bought the book, which I had a working copy PDF so he could read. And he still hasn't gotten the hard copy because his sister has it. And he hasn't been uh-huh. able to get to the States. But I asked him about that. I said, if you heard, he goes, I have because I've traveled to California. Right. Right. But most people, they don't know when I say, oh, the best hot dogs are at Pink's that I've eaten. Or, but they might be, they might be. Famous. I mean, I, I would think. In their own mind. Yeah, I, I would think that if you had. I, I always say if you have a top 10, if you're bringing in somebody from Boston or Minnesota, yeah. you definitely yeah. got to take them in a lot of places here in your book. You yeah. got you definitely got to take them to Pink's because it's an institution. Oh, yeah. But it, to, to people in Athens say, hey, oh, you're going to L.A., you got to go to Pink's. I don't know. Hey, we yeah. got to take a quick quick break but stick there stay there okay. don't don't leave me i got i, I got to pay I'm the bills you. and this portion of our show is brought to you by Carl D Barnes attorney at law 1-800-6 Barnes if you've been hurt in a car accident or you just feel like you need some legal advice and you've done been done wrong give my friend Carl D Barnes a call at 1-800-6 Barnes don't touch the dial more george geary made in california after we do this short break and whatever comes away Hi, this is Kevin Shattenkirk, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. 
Hey everybody, it's Peter Deals for Sapporo Beer. It's the number one selling Asian beer in the United States. It's contemporary, it's stylish, it's food friendly, and it's legendary. Sapporo stands out from the crowd. Since its creation in 1876, Sapporo has been crafted using only the finest ingredients. Sapporo maintains its rich brewing tradition and historical taste profile, which were first modeled after the Bavarian purity law. I love it. When it's warm outside, there's nothing better than a cold Sapporo. It's Peter Dills, and if you like great Mai Tais and a wide range of Hawaiian-inspired food, then I need to tell you about one of my favorite restaurants. It's the Canoe House on Fair Oaks in South Pasadena. Great happy hour and some of the best Mai Tais that I've ever had. The Canoe House is fun. It's exotic. The food ranges from burgers and onion rings to ahi salad with weekly cold beer specials and that Mai Tai that I was telling you about. You can get it at happy hour each and every Monday. Every night is something different. The Canoe House in South Pasadena is a great place for any night of the week and is only a short drive from wherever you're listening to our show. Hi everybody, it's Peter Dills, happy to bring you this message from T.G. Metzger of State Farm. Snatching stuff, take... Oh, what is going on in here? Uh-oh. It's okay, relax. Watch this. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Dave. Wow. Is that your agent? It's the jingle. Try it. Uh, no. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is, is there. With a sandwich. Oh, yeah. And the girl from 4E? And can I get a hot tub? Nice. Find out what else State Farm agents can do for you at yagent.com. And like a good neighbor, State Farm is always there for you. Call your local State Farm rep. His name is T.G. Metzger. His phone number is 626-487-1500. That's T.G. Metzger at 626-487-1500. It's the new Spill the Wine Show podcast, where it's all about the wine and the fun. Hey, come along as we spill the wine into your glass with the farmers, the winemakers, the marketers, restaurants, and chefs. We'll explore the stories, inspiration, and passion spent to fill your glass with the elixir of the gods. The Spill the Wine Show podcast with your host, Leroy Wine Guy Gilford, found on all your favorite platforms or at spillthewine.show. Ducks Radio, AM 830. K-L-A-A. Hey, if you're on the 57 freeway, you might have seen my picture there on the uh, Videotron there. Yep, 5 o'clock every Sunday evening right here on AM 830-K-L-A-A. This date in history, 1963. This is kind of a bummer. Three million gallons of soybean oil flooded the streets in Minnesota when a storage tank ruptured. Eventually, the oil, soybean oil, ended up in the Mississippi River in the spring that caused the death of 10,000 ducks. Yikes. All right. It's Peter Dills, AM830 KLAA. This portion of our show is brought to you by a new sponsor. Absolutely. Cutwater Spirits, available at the Albertsons Vons and probably Pavilions. It's an RTD ready to drink. I like the Mai Tais, but they've got White Russian. They've got a whole bunch of different ones. If you're looking for something quick and convenient for a party, Super Bowl. I can say the word Super Bowl because Cutwater is actually a sponsor of Super Bowl. So I got permission. Anyway, Peter Dills, we're back. Made in California. Fabulous book written by George Geary and a fascinating guest. George. Yes. All right. I love the cover. 
I love the cover. They got Randy's Donuts, Bob's Big Boy, In and Out Burgers. For those of you that haven't seen the book, go out. You can Google it, and you'll probably see a picture of the front of the book. It says In and Out Hamburgers, No Delay. I've got one. I live in Pasadena. There's one In and Out. It's on Walnut, and they're actually considering opening another In and Out about a mile away, half mile away. Because that one is just so busy. You mentioned 30 cars in line. The one yeah. near my house is probably 50 cars in line. Are you the one, uh, I think it's called in and out I don't quote me, but I think it's in and out number five. And it's the l- oldest historical in and out because uh, I know it's in Pasadena. N- no, that, that one's in Baldwin Park. Cause, no, 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 no. I'm talking, no, the, the one in Baldwin Park is a replica. Oh. The one in Pasadena... Is the oldest still running? Uh, okay. Open two years after Baldwin Park, oh. and it's called the two laner, where two. there's one on each side yeah, and a little tiny hut in the middle. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so yours is one of the old ones, and it's historic to where they can't uh, tear it down. So that's oh. probably why they're going to uh, put another one in not far. Well, I get to do my Johnny Carson joke right now. You ready? Oh, which one's this? I I <laughs> did not know that. That's oh, there you go. Johnny and uh, Ed are talking, and uh, Ed's on about seven or eight Budweisers, and they, I did not know that, oh, oh, Swami one. So that's why we listen to the show. And so I have that all of the information. So, so yeah, that that one's a really fascinating one because I went out there uh, right before they opened and did some photos, and then I went later on because their neon sign still is like active. It does the uh, the arrow. Yeah, you know it's hard to explain. It kind of does a little trickle down, and uh, the rest of them don't have the neon like they used to, or the clock. I still love one of the things that we talk about. What, what city are you located in? I live in Corona. All right, so we're 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 here, L.A., Orange County, and one of the things that I like to talk about. I can't get to every single restaurant in L.A. and Orange County. But I do like talking about the best of the best, the best crab cakes, the best place to get a drink. And one of the conversations I always have people argue with me about is, who has the best French fries? And I like Mm. the In-N-Out French fries because they're made with Kennebec potatoes. You know, and that's... Yeah, and that's one of those things where some people say, I love their burgers, but I hate the fries. Gosh, and and, and people talk about McDonald's has the best fries. No, they have the most popular French fry. Yeah, there's popular. No, oh, you said crab cake. Yes. Have you tried the new chef? Oh boy, I'm writing this down. Over at Lowry's. Oh, that's funny. Somebody on Facebook just said Mike Dobbs said uh, Lowry's seasoning is absolutely the world's famous. Now we got to get over to Lowry's. Well, Lowry's is in my book. Okay, yes, it and, is. And uh, the new uh, they hired a new chef when they redid the place about right before COVID. Okay, and she did all sorts of new appetizers, and their crab cakes are so good Ooh. that uh, they they kind of melt in your mouth. They don't have a lot of filler. Good, and really good impact yeah so try those i i will and i don't mind if they're a hundred dollars or fifty dollars as long as they're good i tell people when people call the show they go hey you recommended these this place for crab cakes and yeah they were good but they were yeah they're expensive it's got to be expensive if it's dungeness crab and they shred up the dungeon if they shut up the uh, shred up the lump yeah it's going to be expensive but that's that's i'm you know i'm not cheap might be a little frugal (laughs) but when it comes to crab cakes uh, Try those I, next time. You're I, at I, I, I I just wrote it down on my. I got a little trivia 
question that I might be able to ask later on in the show, but I just wrote it down. Lowry's, get there, new chef, crab cakes, a must. Corona, uh, any anything? I, I'm getting off the book. We'll get right back to it. But anything in Corona that our listeners should know about? Uh, no. Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can move yeah, on. Well, you know, I'm around the corner from Glen Ivy Hot Spring. Now, okay. All right. Well, and, let's move uh, on. Let's get back to the book. Made in California. Um, where? I mean, with bookstores closing rapidly, where can our listeners? And we're going to be on tomorrow. Once Evelyn show, uh, sends me the show tonight, I'm going to download this and it will automatically go to podcast Spotify. So if those of you who just tuned in, I'm talking to George Geary. If you miss any of the show, don't worry. Just go on the um, podcast on the little purple icon on your, your smartphone and you can listen to the show and the interview in its entirety. Now, Romans has Pasadena, the book, yep. And I've, uh, I, whenever I go past there, I autograph their whole stock. So um, they should have some autograph ones there because I wasn't there that, that long ago, but they sell out over there. Okay. Yeah. The so guy from the uh, Winchell's, uh, I told him that I was going to be on the show, and he said, Can you get me an autographed copy? And I said, Well, uh, I would send you mine, but mine's already autographed. To Peter, enjoy. <laughs> and I like your signature there. That is. I got in trouble in high school. I was in government class and I was sitting in the front row and it was boring because I didn't care for whatever the teacher was teaching. Third world something or other. And um, I was on a piece of paper signing my name, signing my name. And he looked at me and he said, what do you think you're going to be? And I said, I'll have to sign my autograph some way. Yeah. And so my 10-year reunion, he was there and he said, ah, uh, now I know why you're a writer now. <laughs> well, I, I want to congratulate you on that great book. Uh, so where else? I, Romans, that's in my home court, Pasadena, but where else? Yeah, I just like all the um, – I've been doing a lot of Zoom uh, for uh, libraries and things like that. Pasadena Library will be having a, a Zoom next month on my book, and I do a slide presentation, okay. which is really fascinating. And uh, even up in uh, Santa Barbara, the bookstore up there, they carry it. The bookstore over in uh, Larchmont, the independent there, they carry it, and they've got them autographed over there, too. All right. And what about online? The regular places online. Amazon, yep. that, this, that, and the other. You can go to my website and see a lot of stuff. And uh, I think on the cover page, I have Order the Book. All you right. can do it through there, too. All right. Well, George, you have been an A-plus guest. That means... Uh, if you were C plus, we'd say ah. But A plus, that means we'd love to we'd love to have you back on at any time. Talk about whatever you want to talk about right here on AM eight thirty KLAA. The next book will be next year, so we'll or at the end of this year. All right, my man. His name is George Geary, and he wrote the book Made in California, and it's a must. Uh, thanks for the call, and thanks so much. We'll keep following you. It's Peter Dill's AM eight thirty KLAA. Yeah, that was fantastic. Good job, good job, George. Fun stuff. All right. Well, uh, Evelyn, it's time. It's time. It's time for the birthday shoutouts. It's. I'm not going to sing though. Should I sing? No, I'm not going to sing. That that would ruin it. We gotta leave the singing to Turtle. We've got four uh, birthday shoutouts today. No, no celebrities. Well, maybe they are celebrities. Jason Yeager, Art Castro, Craig Hopkins, and Damian Chicken Wing Burton. I know Damian from the Robbins Woodfire days and back then, and he would love those chicken wings. All right, it's Peter Dills in about oh six or seven minutes. 
we will have Leroy. He's going to be he's in Temecula, actually, and he's going to be talking to Mad Mike, talking about everything that's going on there. Tattinger Champagne. Don't want to leave them out. When you're, you know, when you're in the midst of dry January and you're talking about champagne and it does get a little antsy, and I think, well, eight more days, eight more days. Next week, we'll be back on at 5 p.m. I'm working on a guest. More guests. That's my resolution for 2022. More guests, more guests, more guests. I mean, we can carry a show. I can carry a show. Bruce Cook is up next at 6 o'clock. Bruce has got a lot of guests. I'm sure that Bruce can carry a show for an hour, but I think you guys do appreciate guests, and we'll continue. Continue with that. All right, here's today's trivia question. 1714-2830830-714-2830830. One more time, but slower. 71 no, 714-2830830. This is a trivia question. This has been a trivia question on the show many, many, many times. Pepperoni is America's favorite pizza topping. Repeat that. Pepperoni is America's favorite pizza topping. What is Japan's favorite pizza topping? I have never seen this ever on a pizza before in my 50 plus years of living. Plus, 50 plus years of living. And when you hear the answer, it's going to blow you away. (laughs) And I did put it I did put a hint on Facebook for it. Uh, so if you know the answer, 714-283-0830. Hal Dolan, I saw Hal Dolan's picture on the, the marquee there out in front, and he thinks he might know the answer, but he works here, so he can't do it. Uh, 2022, the best cities for you cheese lovers. What do you guys think it is? Best city for cheese lovers. Yeah, 714 714- Two eight three zero eight three zero seven one four two eight three zero eight three zero. The number one city for cheese lovers also is the number one city for a deep dish pizza, and that would be. Hold on to your hats because we're going to take a break. When you come back, I will tell you the number one city for cheese lovers. That's called a in the radio business. My name is Peter Dills. The show is the Peter Dills Food Report right here on AM830 KLAA. When we come back, I'm going to let you know the number one city for cheese lovers. Plus, Leroy is in Temecula and he wants to tell you what's on his mind. Also, I've got the most farmers markets. What city do you think has the most farmers markets? You're going to be surprised about this one too. Ducks Radio, AM 830. KLAA. Hi, I'm Chappie. And Seminar Skip here. Join us along with Van Stan Hal every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for the Morning Line Sports Show on AM 830 KLAA. We talk baseball, football, hockey, and more, but concentrate on the sport of kings, horse racing. Each week we have insights from top industry experts. So join our cast of characters on the Morning Line Sports Show every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 on AM 830 KLAA. Or catch us on Facebook Live on TML AM 830. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Dave. Wow. Is that your agent? It's the jingle. Try it. Find out what else State Farm agents can do for you at yagent.com. 
And like a good neighbor, State Farm is always there for you. Call your local State Farm rep. His name is T.G. Metzger. His phone number is 626-487-1500. That's T.G. Metzger at 626-487-1500. Hi, everybody. It's Peter Dills. Happy to bring you this message from T.G. Metzger of State Farm. Snatching stuff, take... Oh, what is going on in here? Uh It's okay. Relax. Watch this. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Dave. Wow. Is that your agent? It's the jingle. Try it. Uh, no. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is is there. With a sandwich. Oh, yeah. And the girl from 4E. And can I get a hot tub? Nice. Find out what else State Farm agents can do for you at whyagent.com. And like a good neighbor, State Farm is always there for you. Call your local State Farm rep. His name is T.G. Metzger. His phone number is 626-487-1500. That's T.G. Metzger at 626-487-1500. It's the new Spill the Wine Show podcast where it's all about the wine and the fun. Hey, come along as we spill the wine into your glass with the farmers, the winemakers, the marketers, restaurants, and chefs. We'll explore the stories, inspiration, and passion spent to fill your glass with the elixir of the gods. The Spill the Wine Show podcast with your host, Leroy Wine Guy Gilford, found on all your favorite platforms or at spillthewine.show. Hi, this is Jacob Silver, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. All right, it's Peter Dills, AM830 KLAA. Before we talk to Leroy, I wanted to tell you about the best city for cheese lovers. I thought it would be Wisconsin, right? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They barely made it in the top 10. No, the number one cheesy city, you can sing all the praises you want of Chicago's deep dish pizza all you want, but once you've sampled local Chi-Town cheeses outside the pie, you'll be chanting cheese, cheese, cheese instead. That's because the Windy City, Chicago, has earned the nickname of the cheesiest city in America, oozing with high-quality queso and melting local hearts with an abundant, abundant of cheesy events. Chicago is a true lover's Paradise. So if you are into cheese, but also check this out. Most cheese shops per square mile. Outside of that, it's Boston. And San Francisco is right there in the top three as well. All right, it's Peter Dills. Leroy's here from Temecula. Leroy, what's happening? It's the Spill the Wine Show podcast preview. Hi, everybody. This is your host, Leroy Guilford. And yeah, we're here with Peter Dills. It's the new year. Oh my gosh, 2022. How did it get here so soon? We're in this fun little place down in Temecula. It's Mad Mike's Clubhouse Cafe. And yeah, he makes sausage. And I mean, really good sausage. But more importantly, he mixes it all up with, uh, yeah, tasting it up with some yummy wines. I'm looking over my shoulder and uh, this big shelf of all kinds of of great wine to go with great sausage and all the other stuff they do here. Mad Mike McCoy, welcome to, in this case, the Spill the Wine Show podcast preview 
on the Peter Dill Show. <laughs> well, thank you, Leroy, for having me. Let's touch base real quick. You got a fun, inspirational story, and we got a tiny little bit of time to, to tease people with it. Remember, you can always go to the Spill the Wine Show podcast and get the whole full version, the whole story. But um, you're a guy out of the food industry for many years. Let's go there, touch base there, and how it got you into being the Mad Mike Saucy. Now, you have to, I have to say it right. Sausage guy. Sausage guy. Yeah, Sausage. Actually, I've been in the food business uh, all my life. I've been uh, been in it for 50 years now and uh, got into it right after uh, uh, my service. And uh, I love the business. But mostly what I like about the food business is that food is all about people. And uh, I've just had a wonderful time over the course of my career. Started off early owning restaurants, uh, went into my corporate life uh, as vice president for major distribution companies and uh, selling restaurants, hotels, country clubs, and then went back uh, uh, to becoming an, a small business entrepreneur again. And let's talk about the sausage end of things because that's what Mad Mike's is all about. And sure. this, this place here that we're sitting in, you've been here about eight years now, right? Yep. And uh, let's talk about the involvement. How you got into, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a crazy sausage maker and sure. uh, <laughs> yeah. turn it into a little who, restaurant. Who grows up no, and says, so I, I want to be I, a sausage maker? Yeah. I actually I wanted to be a policeman, and uh, uh, here I am, uh, you know, making sausage. I have I have a lot of respect for policemen. My my uncles, my grandfathers. Uh-huh. I come from a long line of Irish cops. And, Even and, my mom was a deputy marshal. And you're, and you're a Vietnam vet as well. Vietnam yes. vet, yeah. So but sausage, sausage. how'd that come about? I yeah. mean, what is it? I'm, not, I, I'm gonna make sausage. You don't just. Well, I'm going to make sausage and do it, do you? I've so. sold sausage yes. either as a restaurant or sold other restaurants through my career. But when I left big corporate America, I said I want to get back to being a business, small business owner, mm-hmm. making my decisions locally. And what do I want to do? And to me, sausage is a perfect vehicle. It's like being a microbrewery or a boutique winery. Mm -hmm. It's taking incredible ingredients, making them into something special, and then marketing them. I don't want to sell commodities. I don't want to sell anything that's mediocre. But if I can do something special, I want to do it. And Sausage was that platform for me. So now you have, well, you'd said 39, but in stock here, somebody's in your little shop you have like 18 different varieties that yeah, you guys for, put together? For our retail pack, we do about 18 uh-huh. variations of sausage. For my customers' wholesale restaurants, I do about 39 versions. But 18 different varieties of sausage retail. And it's like anything else, you know, a handful or two drives the business. Uh-huh. So uh, uh, we're proud of everything we make. I don't make it unless I'm proud of it. Now, let's dive forward because here we are in the 
Clubhouse Cafe. Yes, sir. And this is where you do some special sausage dinners. You match things up with wines. And we're looking at a big, beautiful yeah. wine selection on the wall here. And you actually have your own house brand wines now, too. So let's talk a little bit about the club. You do, you join and you get, uh, like, like, like a wine club, you get sausage, right? And then you have dinners. So talk real quick a little bit about that sure. since we get about two minutes left. <laughs> yeah, we have several clubs here at uh, Mad Mike's, a sausage club. And we have a wine and dine club. It's very much run just like other wine clubs, except mm-hmm. it's only two wines every other month. Right. They're hand-selected by uh, me. And they're part of our wine and dine. When we sell wine, we sell food. And the combination of that, oh my gosh! So I you love can wine. join. You can join the Sausage Club, and now you can join the Mad Mike's Wine and wine Dine. Club. And and he's the guy who selects the wine. So you get some mad wines and the <laughs> sense of mad in the good way. Man, that mad that is hot. Hey, um, let's talk a little bit. You're here in in uh, west of the freeway in Southern California in the Temecula area. In the and a little bit in the industrial area here off of uh, so if they Google Mag Mike's they're gonna find you right tell them how to get here yes sir yes, just sir. you can Google Mad Mike's and find me you can Google probably sausage and find me <laughs> um, sausage <laughs> Temecula but uh, uh, we're at two seven four seven zero Commerce Center Drive in Temecula. We're, uh, there's a lot of microbreweries around around us. We're a short mile or so from downtown Temecula, and we're in the middle of this beautiful Temecula Valley area. So, so you got to make it down here and meet the man, the legend, yeah, Mad Mike himself, and definitely try the sausages they're incredible you want this is the spill the wine show preview to get the whole thing go to spill the wine dot show peter we're back in the new year and it's back to you buddy hey hey what was the guy's name uh ferris bueller's day off this abe was it abe the sausage king i can't remember <laughs> anyway it's peter Jones. Leroy, good job as always i'm sure we'll hear back from you next week speaking of next week we got about two or three minutes left of this show and bruce cook is coming up with his commentary i got a whole bunch of stuff that i didn't even get to that we're gonna have to save until next week got a tip on the lowry's crab cakes because one of our listeners instant messaged me during the show and said give me three places peter that you would go to for a crab cake. One is the racetrack in Arcadia, Santa Anita racetrack. They make a good crab cake there. It's 40 bucks, but it's good. Uh, Moon Shadows in Malibu, that would be number two. And maybe this Lowry's will be number three. I've got to figure it out. Went to Mastro's on Tuesday night. I want to give a review of that, but I'm out of time. So that's another reason to make sure that you listen to next week's show, because I will have a full review of Mastro's. Spoiler alert, it was good. I'll talk about that. And uh, we introduced some new sponsors today. And if you missed any portion of the show, like our guest, Made in California with George Geary, it's that purple icon on your smartphone. It's called a podcast. You ever heard of a podcast before? (laughs) Hey, 20 years ago, we thought the fax machine was it. Now we don't even use fax machines. Everything is done on your iPhone, your smartphone. So that's a bunch of reasons. And I think we have a guest next week. I want to apologize right now. My phone died. 
So those of you that were watching on, I'll bring my computer next week. The phone died, so we didn't have time for the trivia question answer. I'm going to save it till next week. And again, unless you Google it, there's no way you're going to know the answer because I have never, ever seen this topping on a pizza before. I got some music in my ear. That means Evelyn wants me to get into my brand new Lexus that I just bought this week. Bruce, did you see my new car in the parking lot? He says A plus, Peter. So it's Peter Dill's Peter Dill's Food Report. Till now, till then, uh, we'll talk to you next Sunday night right here on AMA 30 KLAA at 5 p.m.